She does not like quiche loopy. And, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Who's quiche loopy? Oh, God. Oh it's God. a bad word really, that Tony made up. Do you really want it? It's the stupidest thing. It's stupid. It's you, the stupidest it's, Maxwell it's, Esposito. It's stupid because you're bad at it. I, I made up a word, and then Tony was like, I don't even think you made it up. I'm sure some other ignorant pop culture queen made it, and you stole it and thought you made it up. Okay, well, that's rude, because I'm very creative, and I created this word. And he made up his own bad... Like, it's just bad. I don't like it. I don't think... I've shopped it around. Nobody likes the he's, word he made. He's been shopping it around. Ask Jeff. Jeff, do and you like the it? The word is, is what again? Kishloopy. His word is Kishlani, which is just as ignorant. Doesn't Kishlani sound better? Stick it, UK. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly does it mean, though? It doesn't mean shit. That's what I'm just saying. It's like he can make up his garbage words, and then I make up a garbage word, and my word is just too garbage. So Yours is just it, is sounds it like ugly. Box? Like, is it a noun? Is it an adjective? Is it a verb? It's all of them in one. Pick or... whatever you want. Tony. Tony Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me, as always, is Lucy Wack. Uh, hey, Lucy Wack. We have Rachel Sanders. <gasps> hey. Oh, is there a delay, girl? Are you in Kuwait? What the fuck? This is great. Start not good. We have Maxwell Esposito. Do better, Maxwell. Hello, I have lots to say. Oh, I can't. Is it going to be anything I want to hear, though? That's the question. Um, um, I'm sure it is. And joining us later, um, the fabulously talented season nine alum of RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, we have Pheromone. Uh, she'll be joining us very soon. But before that happens, hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Everything good? Very good. Yeah. Hey, welcome yeah. back, Maxwell. Thank you. Maxwell, you have a new job. We talked about it when you were away. I heard. I listened. I did listen to the show. I I'm very guarded about, about you're so protective of certain things that I don't know about. So whenever you're not here and they ask questions about you, I never know what to say. You could talk about me. It's I'm fine. Like, I like, like attention. It was just gonorrhea. It's gone. I promise. You know, I don't really know. <laughs> that was to... one time, Tony, like <laughs> It's not like a multiple things problem. Uh, so tell us about your job. I have a job at Sex Fifth Avenue in Beverly Hills, you guys. So if any of you listeners have shmoney, come and see me because I will shop your ass around the store. I'll like wave my gay wrists at you. Okay. So but but for your friends who don't have money, is there like a keychain option? If we go there, can we get like a Saks keychain? You um, know, I get an hour lunch break and I'm sure we could meet like at like uh, the coffee bean. But please don't waste my time on this <laughs> For if you don't have money. <laughs> fair enough. Fair. Good thing I don't go to Beverly Hills ever. Um, well, good, congratulations. Well, you come to Beverly Hills. We'll get lunch. We, we'll go to an affordable salad place. 
You know I love an affordable uh, salad. There's a there's a fat burger in uh, Beverly Hills. Oh yeah, there is. And I there's rarely ever a line, so it's like let's go there. Oh you know yeah, I mean? I'm sure that the title itself deters most LA residents. Oh my that. god, uh, no, Listen, they love to eat. Fat burgers are delicious. The best. Oh, I, you're gonna take me there next time I'm in LA. Yes, I don't know why we haven't gone yet, girl. There's one, one right, right by right my there. house. And it's like I think it's because I brought pizza when I came. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I had it to you. That's true. Last time uh, Lucy came to uh, LA, she had uh, Gino's East pizzas shipped, and they were th- it was two of the best glorious moments of my life was when we cooked was those delicious. two pizzas <laughs> it was we like, lived off those pizzas like the whole time i was there um how are you whack i'm good i i had a very interesting experience this weekend tell us about Don't, it yeah I, the team. for the first time in my life now you know i'm gnc girl and i've always liked women what is gnc oh okay uh, sorry <laughs> yeah 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 sorry uh, I literally went to like uh, <laughs> multiple vitamins and shit. Yeah, no, I was same. Like, I was no, no, like, no, no, wait. Not the vitamin shop. Yeah, okay. The vitamin shop. Got it. Um, for the first time in my life, I got to purposely touch an erect naked penis. <sighs> That's oh. right. I saw that penis on social media. Oh no! Here's here's a better one. Here's a better one. Oh my god! That's we're looking oh, at Lucy okay. Stool's cock right now, right? That's what we're looking at right now, right? That's that's a very thick cock. Yeah. It well, is. It, I was impressed. Okay, was L- impressed. Lucy, your your little hands look so little. <laughs> I know. Don't they help? <laughs> I know you should be the mo- hand model for those. Yeah, who doesn't love scale? You know what I mean? That looks great. Um, no, isn't it so sad that I only date women? <laughs> I mean, but but was it just like affirmed? Like when you grabbed that hard dick, were you just like, nope, I'm good with vagina? It was so purely for educational purposes. Like Shimmy LaRue, <laughs> shout out to my girl Shimmy LaRue for being there and being support and like do, helping with the live casting and everything. But like, for some reason for me, it just helped having a woman in the room. Yeah, of know. course, but, absolutely. Like she watched it and afterwards she was like, it was the most non-sexual thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> That's and amazing. I'm like, yeah. yeah, it was purely like, I like felt it and I was like, oh my God. Dual density is so like this. Like, oh my so god! Accurate. That's so great. Like, so I got to check it out. You know, I got to feel testicles and stuff, and they're interesting. It's well, a good. lot of skin. Good. A lot of skin down there. <laughs> skin. I was surprised. And I hear there are no two are alike. Oh my god! No, they're like snowflakes, girl. Snowflakes. Uh, well, sometimes you can only have one of them. Well, good job, girl. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of the growth that you've done. I'm gr- I'm proud of the growth that you held. I'm proud of everything. It's be exciting. Are you going to be holding other drag queens' penises then in the future? Is that the plan? Come to Papa. Oh my God! Oh, I can see Farrah. I can see Farrah Moan's new branding. She's gonna, she's gonna cast her butthole. Um, uh, A latex. We'll see if she'll do it when we bring her on. Um, uh, Rachel, how are you, Queen? You look great. I do. I feel kind of like shit. You do. Well, I feel like you did something. You did your brows. You look. Yeah, I did. I'm wearing a light makeup. A light face. Good. Yeah. Well, thank you for putting in effort. Face. Thank you for I like it. Um, hey guys, something exciting happened to me on uh, Monday. Tell um, us. I so uh, if you're familiar with Saturday Night Live, it's a show that's been happening for a long, long time on Saturday <laughs> nights. Um, 
And uh, so I do learn the words um, on the first Monday of every month because January was uh, January 1st. That was the first Monday. We did it um, this week instead. And uh, one of my judges last minute canceled, which is my my luck in life. As they do. But the pinch hitter uh, uh, judge was none other than Paula Pell, who is a writer, producer of 30 Rock. Uh, she was Ron Swanson's mom on Parks and Recreation, and she wrote for Saturday Night Live from 1995 to 2015. Wow. Oh, wow. Yes. And, and, and the thing is, is she just kept telling me how funny I was. And there's nothing, she was lying. There's nothing more <laughs> validating than hearing it from someone who has that kind of a Wikipedia page. You know, oh, yeah. what, you know what? Oh, that has to have been incredibly validating for you, girl. It was. I was like, you're right. You're right. I am funny. <laughs> Wait, and then the best. I knew it in my heart. The yeah. best part that's happened. What been, that's what I've been telling everyone for years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be friends with you if you weren't funny, girl. That's all I'm saying. I know. I don't have any other qualities besides that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, so what Nothing were you saying? The school. best part was she wrote you a check. Oh my God! I I'd so, never seen that before. So first of all, so first of all, she comes in and she has a non-ironic fanny pack. And I I wear a non-ironic <laughs> fanny pack every day. Yeah, you're a future old woman too. Like you're uh, you're yeah. you're pre-elderly. I'm current uh, old woman. Um, but so she didn't have cash because she said that her card is in like a, a charge dispute or something like that and uh she literally wrote me a check so not only did she have an old lady fanny pack she also uh had a checkbook in that fanny pack it was oh, wait. okay so she was your judge why was she giving you money yeah she was i performed her. Oh, she tipped you yeah. in a check. Yeah, she tipped yes. me in a check. That's why it's so good. Which I is mean. a huge mistake because now I have her address. And I told her all night. I was like, I can't wait to be best friends with you. I really can't <laughs> wait to be best friends with is you. Is she in L.A.? Yeah, she lives out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You need to send okay. her flowers. Say thank you for coming and hosting and judging my show. You're right. I need Edible to arrangement, girl. Edible <laughs> arrangement. No, no. Edible I arrangements heard, are kind of trashy. I are the most disgusting like unsanitary conditions ever yeah i yeah i've i've heard i've heard horror stories i feel like it's a lot of hands i feel like it's a lot of hands okay hey listen guys let's talk uh let's uh oh my god my mic is like totally fucked okay so let's uh switch gears a little bit here um because we are about to start All-Stars, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, here in like a week, I think it's going to be starting. So our RuPaul uh, wrap-up will be picking back up where we left off after Season 9. But there is some drag queens in the news, right? Well, one specific drag queen in the news right now, and that's um, Miss Katya. Uh, Katya has recently come out and taken a hiatus from drag because of her mental health and I, I'm assuming just her health in general. Um, and so I wanted to chat about this. So this is a good time for us to bring on our guest. She's been on before. She's back again because now she's a local lady. 
Let's give it up for the one, the only, Pheromone. Hi. Hi, Pheromone. So Hi. good to see you and have you back on the show. Oh, it's so good to be back. How are you? So when are you retiring? When is your <laughs> hiatus? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I've actually low-key been on one uh, for the month of January. I um, A lot of you have been. Yeah, I mean, 2017 was a lot. I think I did almost like at least a hundred shows yeah oh sure which is insane so um yeah two 30 city tours uh australian tours um european uk tours it's just been you know and i kind of see where katya is coming from yeah I mean, let's let's start let's let me ask you about this so katya is taking a hiatus um what are your thoughts on that i think that it can be really, really, really taxing to never have time for yourself and always have to be on at all times, seven days a week. And I think that I myself has, have experienced that like kind of mild uh, mental deterioration that comes with, uh, you know, constantly having to be at it and on every single day. And no, absolutely. I mean, like, so out, out of your week, how many times are you in front of an audience? I think at my most busiest, it was six to seven days a week. And see, and let's not, let's not, uh, you know, we, we have, we have to, you know, confront the elephant in the room. And that's the fact that, you know, Katya has been dealing with addiction for a long time and using addiction as a way to cope. Uh, and I mean, this is a, it's a very lonely job, right? Farah? like, like being a, being a, a, a RuPaul drag race girl. Even though you have a lot of adoration, it's a lonely job. It's so weird. It's like, um, because anyone I've ever told that to, they're like, what are you talking about? You get to like party for a living, you get to go all over the world, you get to do this or that. And it's like, well, you you, you get to travel the world, but you don't really get to see the world. I yeah, mean, you, you get, get to, to see airports. You get to see airports, you get to see uh, the cars, you get to see hotel rooms, and then you get to see your backstage area that you're, you know, essentially trapped in all night. Um that are usually not very glamorous. <laughs> yeah, they're not always the most glamorous. That's definitely for sure. Well, um, no, because Shay Shay was back on the show last week and she was talking and she said, uh, she's like, she found herself in a fucking coat closet. Wait, like that was her dressing room. And it was yeah. like, and, and people ask her, what's it like to be famous? And she's like, oh, well, I mean, I'm still a drag queen. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the conditions don't improve because I'm making money. I just get more money. You know what I mean? <laughs> very, very that. So um, you've been on a, so you've been on a break then um, for the month of January. Has it been good for you? Is it something that you feel like you've definitely needed? Oh my god, it has been everything I needed. I mean, I had I had to go get to a dermatologist for my psoriasis. It got like really, really inflamed and really bad since I've been touring so much lately. And kind of, you know, when you're doing that, you also get really dehydrated. You're always in the air, which dehydrates you. You're drinking, which dehydrates you. I mean, it's so hard not to shrivel up. So um, I got to go get some treatment for my psoriasis, and I'm on a little plan now, so that's really exciting. And, um, you know, you have to go to all your doctor's visits and the dentist, and then you got to get your Botox, and, and then you got to, you know... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I I want to I want to I want to see your list of things to do of a certain morning. Um, Let's just say I've been paying a lot of visits to Beverly Hills this week. Well, you know, and well, uh, before we go to break, I I just want to like uh put a little pin in this. It's like uh, this is this op obviously opens up a lot of questions because Trixie's going to be on um All Stars. Uh obviously they have a show on Viceland still, uh the uh the Trixie and Katia show. So the questions are what is going to be happening 
happening with that. Um, I've heard rumor, but I'm not going to say anything because I just don't know what you can say at this point. It's just it's it's serious. Uh, it's serious issues that are happening right now, but we can't deviate from the fact that this is for Katya's health and this is important. So fans out there need to put their fandom aside here and understand that Brian needs to take care of himself and he needs to get well. And there's a lot of pressure in drag. Go ahead. And one other point is that, um, you know, I, when I was working at my peak amount this past year, I started to feel like I was literally losing my mind. I was having temper tantrums. I was getting really impatient. I just like, I was kind of pushing away people that were in my inner life. And like, I mean, there's still some people that I don't talk to to this day. And I mean, if you're not on it every fucking minute, minute of every fucking day, you even have these promoters going and talking about you online. It's like you just it's so much pressure and it's so hard and it really is such a crazy job and you never get any sleep and the pressures are absolutely insane. And so I think that everyone listening should just be really like. So maybe if you're out and you see a drag queen that you know, maybe don't go up and ask for a selfie. Maybe just Seriously. be a creeper and take a picture from afar. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk uh, more to Pheromone. So we will be right back. I had such jealousy in my heart because I went and watched the amount of Botox I shoved into her forehead. And all I did was like, let me just lick the the vial. Just let me. <laughs> just let me. I have to get a Groupon. I don't. <laughs> I have to get a Groupon. I'm not an influencer. Are we ready? Are you ready? I, I guess so. Oh, good. It's going to be so fun. What are we going to talk about? Well, let's let's start. Oh God, I'm nervous. Oh, oh, Fair is my new best friend. That means I'm going <laughs> to ask her whatever I want. We've hung out at least twice now, so <laughs> <laughs> so you're in, bitch. Uh, all right, here we go. All right, we are back. Hi, Gara. Oh, oh, see, we. <laughs> uh, a funny thing happened God. when Farrah and I were. Uh, she performed at Precinct, and we uh, were going back to her place after the gig. And we got a uh, Uber, and we got in the Uber, <laughs> and we got a ways. We got a ways in the Uber, and then the guy is like, "Are you Gara?" <laughs> I was like, and she's um, like, "I'm Farah." Farah. Farah. And then he's like, no, 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 no. This is supposed to be Gara. And, I, and I'm like, this is a bad joke. Like, I was is, like, show me your phone. <laughs> oh, yes. You were, show me. You were offering to pay him off. I, yeah, I said, I've never, ever heard of a fucking Gara before. Never this heard is, of a Gara. I've never heard of a This has got to be homophobic moment. <laughs> like... You didn't just get in the wrong car. Yeah, we well obviously, obviously we got we... in the wrong car, but how fucking weird was it that it was Gara that, that was supposed to be in the car? And the whole time we're just like, who the fuck is Gara? I'm like, you better be dropping us off where you're picking her ass up. That's what he's I wanna meet her. <laughs> <laughs> I want to shake hands with Gara. Um, well, Pheromone, uh, you're you are now you moved to LA. I did. You took the plunge. What made you decide to move to the best coast? Well, California has always kind of felt like home for me, even before I ever <laughs> ever even been here. I knew I always wanted to be in California, but um, you know, I lived in Vegas for a few years, and I feel like I really grew up a lot there. How and long were you in Vegas? I was in Vegas for two and a half years. And did you go to, did you come 
go to Vegas from Texas? Yes. I was trying to inch my way closer to the West Coast, and I had always just been so fascinated with um, just the whole city of Las Vegas. Uh, I love that it's this weird little town in the middle of the fucking desert that's just like a paradise for adult entertainment. So I thought, you know, if I can make it in Vegas, I bet I can make it anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but you know, Vegas also can be a really difficult place to live. I mean, you're literally in the middle of the desert. It's, I feel like it would be kind of be like Hawaii, living in Hawaii, where you're like, okay, the idea of being in Hawaii is good. Well, this is what I'm saying. That, oh, you can drive out of, but like you have to go far to get to something. You know what I mean? Like it's not like flying over the Pacific or whatever. I get that, but uh, I've been to Vegas. I didn't like Vegas, and I was like, oh my God, there's there's really nothing else around here. Well, uh, how long have you been in LA now? I've been in LA for. I think almost three months. Okay, and you've and so you've had you've taken some time off, so you had some time to enjoy it. Is Do it you love it so far? I absolutely love it. I mean, it's so convenient. All my favorite, like, um, you know, designers to work with are here. My favorite photographers are here. People that I've just done creative work with for a lot of my career. Because I mean, I used to come up here for projects all the time when I lived in Texas. So I just have like a lot of friends and connections here that I just that was just harder to find in Vegas. Um, there's not as many artists, I guess, right. uh, to collaborate with and do stuff with in Vegas. Cause it's mostly, you know, um, service industry people and entertainers. So does this mean that you are going to be coming out with some exclusive Farrah content or you're working on it now, or it's already what, what's happening there? I have been trying to keep my creative juices flowing. So, um, I've been doing some photo shoots and stuff this month and, uh, just to have some, you know, new content for 2018 when I'm going to be too busy to be doing those kind of projects anyways. So when when you were on the show the last time, I think that you said that uh, you were thinking about doing music. And I said, don't be another drag queen that does music. But aren't you going to do music still? Yes. Well, <laughs> I can't not do music. Are you music not heeding my advice? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Tell it, girl. Listen. So... I wrote most of my EP that I've written I wrote actually years ago and it's just kind of always been like you know if I ever get the means to record these I would love to do it just for fun I don't really care what comes of them but obviously I mean the I'm just ready to film a music video fantasy and well, just tell be us that what, video girl well tell us what kind of music it's gonna be like, like is it gonna be a love song is it gonna be a club bop I don't know. What are the words they're using, Maxwell? Club bop is actually great. Good okay, choice, good. Tony. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> um, there, there's a little bit of, like, everything. Like, um, there's a... Uh, I don't really know how to describe it because I'm not really a music person. I just know... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just write the lyrics and then I... You just know it sounds good. <laughs> I don't even know that much. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Um, are you gonna Are you gonna collab with Shake Your Life? I would really love to. We've talked about it. Um, there is a song on my EP that she really likes that I think she would be down to write a verse with. We just really need to like 
really like sit down and be like, okay, let's do this. Yeah, get like get out of the plastic surgery offices and whatnot. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, let's talk about gosh, let's talk about that because <laughs> season nine, season nine has quickly become the season of uh, of injectables. Um, I mean, all the girls from the other seasons have been injected long before season nine happened. I, I feel like I feel like it's never been this. It's just like when you see a clump of 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 people doing the same thing, it's like, oh, that's a noticeable clump. And I feel like, yeah, I mean, I mean, we did just see uh, my best friend and future ex-wife uh, Trinity Taylor's uh, fabulous new nose job. I want to. She's she's been doing surgery for a while. Like I wouldn't say it's because she did season nine that she then started getting surgery. No, but now, well, but she's, but she waited on that nose for a while, girl. She waited I on that nose for a while during the season. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You love it, right? I love it. I'm not judging you. Because oh, no. Honestly, I think it's actually... I love it. I want Botox in my head always. I want to wake up and get a little every morning. Yes. Botox <laughs> has changed my life. After I saw myself crying on national TV, um, <laughs> I got really triggered by my deep wrinkles on my forehead. Oh, my God. Almost just... And what are you? A, a ripe uh, old 24? Is that what you are? Ripe old 24. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. You look great, girl. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I want to get my lips filled. longer than you were alive. <laughs> well, I mean, I just love she's she's so brave because she came here to do this show after getting a laser treatment today. So, I mean, she's just such a brave woman and I love it. The laser, I mean, I don't know if I really necessarily needed it. <laughs> but I, after I got my first treatment, I was like, oh, my God. You noticed a difference. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I guess this laser produces, like, collagen. Yeah. So it not only, like, burns off that top, top, top thin layer of skin, kind yeah. of, but it also, like, grows back really pretty after it's, like, healed in two days. See, here's the it's thing. It's so weird. Here's the thing. I that, love that. Like, like that... Um, even when I started doing drag, I felt like I look like I look like an old woman. Your brand is to be young and beautiful, and is it a lot of pressure? I mean, you're only 24, so I mean, you still have a good six years at least of being, you know. I guess I feel more pressure when it comes to my weight, honestly, because I've like I don't know for some reason it still really affects me when I like see someone online and be like wow Ferris sure has gotten fat it's like that's so mean but uh, you know it's well we talked I don't about wear clothes. a lot of clothes yeah so. we talked about this like you're you're naked under a spotlight not naked but I mean I saw you perform at uh, Queen Kong and uh, you see a good bit of meat <laughs> yeah you, you know I'm, I mean girl disable comments that's what you got to do online do you, read you know, honestly it's really not that bad it's just I don't know I think I've got a little bit of that I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just the weight thing kills me. So Does I'm always it? trying to just eat healthy and drink water. I I saw her make the choice of having a wedge salad as opposed to a chicken parmesan. So and, and the whole time she was trying to act like it was a delicious wedge salad, and I'm eating my pork chop and I'm like, yeah, right, bitch. What kind of dressing was on it though? What kind of dressing it was, was on it? Blue cheese. I mean, you could have just had the chicken parmesan. 
Wow. It's still better than chicken, a whole chicken parm. I knew that if I got that chicken parm, I wouldn't be eating a little bit and then taking it home. I'd be unhinging my jaw and swallowing the whole thing whole, you know? But girl, you can compromise. Like, you could still get something, like, pretty tasty and still eat healthy. Uh, yeah, so, I've, like... I've been really doing good at finding that balance. and It's easy in L.A. It is it, so it much is. easier in LA than it was it, in fucking Vegas. It is, but it's yeah. also not easy on the road. That's the thing too. It's like you spend so much time on the road. You're living in a bus uh, uh, sometimes. So um, we're about to have a new season. It's going to be season outside of All Stars. Obviously, we got to get through that first. But season ten is uh, is, is quickly approaching. I'm so excited. And uh, and 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 your like your first and your year ride is is coming to an end tell like what what have been some highlights during this this period this year has been so crazy because like i don't even know i i'm pretty sure that i didn't even believe in myself that i could accomplish what i was able to do this year i mean almost 100 shows that's fucking crazy yeah. like before drag race i did like one show a weekend do you know what i mean like and then you go from doing that to being in drag seven days a week it I've really showed myself what I'm, I guess, truly capable of. And I feel like it's given me a crash course in, um, you know, becoming a better entertainer and um, an adult kind of in my personal life. So the growing up process has been really neat. And I feel like I've become so much stronger just emotionally and I can handle a lot more than when I was that fragile little 22 year old on season nine. So um that's been really cool and I'm super excited for season 10 because I get to be a fan of the show again I get to like root for my girls I get to watch it and I don't have to deal with the intense pressure and the intense drama of every single person in the fucking world seeing everything you did a year before well here's a question then so you go back to being a fan of the show and you go back to watching the show can you disassociate your experiences as a contestant on it and go back to still being like I'm in it for the edit because I'm in it for the edit I watched that show for the edit. I know, uh, Rachel, shut up with your head shaking ass. <laughs> I know it's made up. I know it's, it's all not, it's, though. But you know, like I know it's a, it's a it's a crafted story. I know that there is a plan. I know there are producers with ideas. But I watch it for that because I love a soap opera, and that's what I feel like it kind of is to me. Can you go back to watching it like that? I definitely think so, but the funny, the fun part about it this time is going to be like, we'll be able to catch one of the, you know, producers or something walking in the background or a talent coordinator and be like, oh my God, I love seeing her. And then you can like, <laughs> you, you know that those, you've just been there before. So you kind of, I feel like I might even have a bigger like sympathy for you know what happens on the show because I know how long it takes to get prepared for it. I know how many days they give you. I know the extreme list that you have to do and how much money it costs them. So it's going to be like a whole new experience watching the show versus right. before I actually filmed a season. Plus it's like uh, new people that you have to get to know and obviously work with and whatnot. So yeah, but I've been, I've actually been kind of lucky enough to meet some of the, I guess, rumored, um, season 10 girls I don't know if they're Alleged if All alleged. alleged All alleged Nothing is true Alleged um, And I like I like I like the I like what it is Yeah I think it's gonna be If, if the cast that's predicted Is true I think it's gonna be A really like Stunt Stunty season 
Um, uh, well, Farah, I think that you're great, and I love that you're um, you're here in LA. But you're but you're not gonna be a, you're not turning into a local girl. You're still out traveling. You'll still be touring. You'll still be doing things all over the planet. Correct? <laughs> um, Am I gonna see you at Dreamgirls now? At, at uh, no shade to Dreamgirls. I'm sure it's a great show. Um, <laughs> I'd love to be a part of anything that I get asked to be a part of as seeing as long as it fits into my schedule. Um, but I'm also busy world touring schedule. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't want to, I hate, she won't add it, but I will. She's very busy. Um, well, you're great. You're going to stick around with us. Uh, the next segment segment, we're going to do our listener questions. Do you want to give some of these, uh, advice that write into the stupid show? Oh yeah. Let's do it. Great. Well, let's take a break. Uh, We'll be right back. We proved not to be helpful in so many ways that they just send us the most outlandish things. Um, And you know what? There are certain questions I'm like, I hope those are lies. You know? (laughs) Please don't let that be true. I hope you were just bored one day and you decided to write the Tony Soto show. All right, we are back, and we've had the fabulous Pheromone here, and she's going to stick around and listen to some of these listener questions that we do every week. So if you would like to hear your questions right on this show, all you have to do is send them to the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com, subject line, listener questions, and if it's good enough, we'll read it. Um, uh, Who's starting us off? I am. Oh, Rachel, the yeller. Great. Okay, so I think this person's name is Chelsea, but it's spelled weird, so we're just going to say Chelsea. Chelsea says, Pick my gay friends asked me to be their surrogate. I've known these amazing gays for over 10 years, and I cherish our friendship so much. <laughs> they've known that gays. I never intended to have children because I'm not one for adding to the population, but they thought that maybe <laughs> I would do it for them. Here's the thing. Yes, I hate adding to the population, but also I'm real weird about something growing inside of me. And if I do, what if I get attached to it? I want them to have a family so bad, but I'm just not the one. I recently picked up adoption pamphlets. I feel like an asshole. Can I say something? Don't feel like an asshole. Can I fucking say something? Yes, fair. Why is it so hard to just fucking be honest with your friends? Bitch, tell them you don't want something growing inside you. Yeah, Yeah, that's... You're wasting their time. They can find someone else to have a baby grow inside them. and listen, come on! And and you you kind of you kind of uh, answered your uh, your whole what if I get attached to it because you called it an it. So there's a good chance <laughs> that you're probably not gonna get attached to it. You know what I mean? Like it's like this is this intrigues me because like I mean. My baby mamas only asked me for my sperm. You know what I mean? It was super easy for me to give that up. Just been wasting it on the backs of boys anyway. Here you go, lesbians. Make a baby. But when you get to a point where you're asking a woman to be an oven... So you can have a baby. That's a lot. That's a lot. And you're right. Body for the rest of her life. Oh, yeah. Listen, listen, listen. After one kid, you sneeze or giggle or cough. You're peeing a little. You're peeing a little. You should ask him for a lot of money. 
I would ask him for a lot of money. What, I'm, what, would you? Like, money, then they should just go to a surrogate, what, like see, a professional person who does that. That's what I think too. That takes all the right vitamins. That knows how to be pregnant all the time. I know. I want the money. Twelve. You know. Let's do this. I, I think. I think. Like. I. I feel like. Like. I think I there's something 12. to be said about. Um. I. I mean. I think that if they are well off enough to do it and and to offer money. I mean. I never even thought about money. I think like. But again, this is an oven situation so maybe you do uh or you know that everything's gonna look if you don't want something growing in your fucking body and trying to kill you don't fucking do it i would make him pay for the plastic surgery afterwards you just make sure that every time you cough or sneeze you're dry that's what's important i just also just do not believe in like not knowing how to say talk to your friends talk to your friends yeah because would you give your sperm if someone asked for your, if some lesbians that you knew and loved asked you for your sperm, would you give it to them? Under the right contracts, yes. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with it. Oh, it's so easy. You just go and sign your rights away. It's super simple. Like, it didn't take me any time. I went in for one day of court. Done. Done. Yeah, I could do that. Done. I mean, and I'm sure they took him to lunch after. We did it. I don't know why they would want my semen. There's all sorts of history of addiction and mental health illness in my family. And none of us went to school. It's some real grade A spunk, everybody. Grade A spunk. (laughs) Your Uh, kid might have some pretty blue eyes, though, if that's the most important. (laughs) The thing is, is that, like, what kind of friends are they if they know you don't want to have children? Yeah, you what know? kind of privilege is it that you're like, we know that you don't want to have kids just because you don't want to raise them, but we want to have kids, so don't you want to have our baby? It's like I think that if I think that if I was ever in that situation, I would ask my closest friends before I would go somewhere random just because yeah. you know you could be there with them through the experience. I don't, yeah. I don't know. No, it's true. And I've had friends I offer that. that if I ever needed a surrogate when it came time for me to have it that they would always do that for me. So it just, I guess, just be honest and talk to your friends. Be like, right? I respect your vagina way more than to make it. I mean, you pee a little. I'm sorry. It's it's hard down there. <laughs> the, the real hard thing is that sometimes you, your body doesn't even go back to how it used to be. You, it expands your your, um, your pelvic your whole pelvic region. Or yeah. like the whole pelvis gets changed around. Could you imagine peeing a little every time you sneezed? I, I already do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> let's move on. Let's, let's, coughing. Oh man, I gotta run straight to the bathroom if I start coughing. <laughs> I love this show today so much. Okay, let's see. Uh, we're gonna move on. This is anonymous, uh, and this is the one that I wanted you to 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 wait on. But listen to this. Oh my god, I've cheated on my boyfriend of five years over two dozen times. Uh, the last four times has been with the same guy and he has introduced me to body punching. I don't think I want to fuck with the dude anymore, but how do I ask, or, but the, how do you ask your boyfriend who isn't that interesting if he'd punch you in the ribs? <laughs> Over a glass of wine. First of all, I'm like really triggered that she's like, I've just cheated on him like five guys in times. Like, it's not... Now I really like getting punched. So. <laughs> I don't even know where to go. With Here, here's, what, here's what I think. Here's what I think. I, I think that judging by your question to us, 
I'm sure he's wanted to punch you a few times. <laughs> Why don't you just tell him that you cheated I a couple dozen times and see what happens? I always go in with the anonymous ones because you know what? I'd punch you. You sound like someone that I'd punch. Bring your ribs over to me. That's that's. How are you going to open up your dialogue? I'm a garbage person, but now I'm a garbage person who likes to get beat up while fucking. Do you think I can ask my boring boyfriend if he would fucking punch me while we fuck? Why I mean, even bother wasting your time asking this question? Yeah. Just keep cheating on him, I guess, if that's what you're about. Yeah, just like let that you. one dude punch yeah. you. Just, but you know what? I would imagine. Over the dude. I would imagine it's like anything i'd want a different fist to punch me too you know what i mean you want different things he's just (laughs) looking for the right knuckles also i think it's really selfish of you to be cheating on your boyfriend like that and putting his health at risk carelessly while you get punched by other (laughs) yes girl keep it keep them woke keep the audience woke just ask. Just ask for it. Be like, look. Yeah. I'm, he's I'm like, a- no, I can't, baby. And she's like, well, I've been cheating on you for five years. And then when he freaks out and afterward, just be like, JK, babe, I was just trying to get your role play going. Wait, wait. How does, how is this person getting punched in the ribs by some other person and the the boyfriend has no, like, there, there are no bruises? I don't know. Is there a, well, there, I don't know. But we need more context. Are they even sleeping in the same bed anymore? Like, and like, when, when was the last time he saw her naked? Like, and like, yeah, like doesn't he kind of understand, does he kind of question every time he goes to hug you and you go, ooh, you know, like, isn't it like, kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, if she likes getting punched, then I assume when someone hugs her, like, wounds, it would feel good, I'm too. just trying to, I'm just trying to think about, like, what a punch I I have I have been hit in the ribs accidentally and it's not been a pleasant experience yeah I mean some people like pain thank you anonymous we're gonna move on we spent a lot of time on this creep yeah, thanks for wasting our time, Anonymous. Question. No. Sarah, never... we, don't, we don't get that many listeners. We can't say stuff like that. We can't lose people. I'm just you. kidding. Thank you so much for your question, information. We'll help you with your problems. <laughs> Thank you so much, baby. It was so nice getting to help you, baby. Okay, who's wrapping good it cover, up? Good cover, good cover. All right, who's, who's uh, closing us out? Uh, that's me, girl. All right, Whack. Welcome back. Thanks, thanks, girl. It's good to be back. Oh, and it's right. not pulled up, is it, girl? Everything. I had it all queued up, and all of that in my entire life went. It's oh. okay. I know that feeling. This has been great. It's a good yeah. end. I feel like it was a strong show. It should end badly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just makes sense. That's how we do things right. It's just <laughs> bad. Um, it, just, it just makes sense. Yes. All right. Yeah. I have it. And uh, the final question is from Curtis. Uh, I went to jail for six months and got out in three months. But during that time, I met a guy. He's in for three years. Since I got out, we've stayed in touch. But getting put in jail was a real fuck-up on my part. And I don't want to fuck up again. He's not hard, and he wants out, and he regrets what he did. But he's from a troubled past. I promise this is true, and I need to know if I should stay with him. Ugh, God. I ain't waiting for you to get out of jail. I'm sorry. If I only... If I got out in three months... I can change my life. I'm not waiting. <laughs> I'm not waiting three years for you to come out. I'm sorry. Three We've only known each years. other for three months. How many? I mean, like, even in the even on the outside, that's not long. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I mean, Girl, you... is gay marriage legal? Like, could they do... Um, in jail? What do they call? What? <laughs> what, in jail? 
I mean, gay marriage marriage is legal everywhere. So I think that. See, what's what's the word I want? Conjugal visits. Conjugal visits. Yes, the conjugal. Um, uh, Do you want to marry someone just so you can go back to prison and fuck them? I don't want to do that. There's people outside of prison I can fuck. Curtis, I think you need to see a therapist. Jail is very scary. You fell in love in a lost place. Like, I really think, like, you should just move on and just, like, talk to a therapist. They're great. You could, like, Skype them. I don't know. I think, uh, you know, keeping in touch is fine. I think you should still live your life and see who you want to see. And if he gets out and things can happen, then cool. What did she say he was in jail for again? They didn't say. Just that he was there for three years. He's there for three three years? years? So that's that's like a a misdemeanor of some sort, right? I'm going to hit everyone with the realness. Tell us, girl. You've been doing it all day. Give it to us, girl. Flawlessly. Girl, give him the liquid nitrogen shoulder and let him rot in that cell. You need to move on. Yes. And find you, find you a man that no, thinks that you're so special that he doesn't even want to break the law because he doesn't want to be like. Well, that shouldn't even be too much to ask, girl. Just move on. It's I okay. love. I, I, are you saying dump him? Are dump we, him. Are, are we doing yeah, the Rachel like, approach don't, here? Don't write back. Just let it go. I was gonna say you just took Rachel's line and elevated it times ten. <laughs> so Rachel, you really need to work on the the realness. Um, I, I yeah, I, I I just think like what. <laughs> Three years is 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 uh is not a long time for you because you're out now. You know what I mean? So like you think this is fine, but he's in there and all he has to think about is you. So and you're out and you can think about anything else. You don't think he's gonna find another jail boo? I yeah. <gasps> That's a thing too. Yeah, oh, I didn't thing. even think about him. Relinquish him of the uh, relinquish him of the monogamy so that he can survive for three years in I jail. I mean, and don't do a pop- relationship with a dude in jail that is like too progressive don't give him your address or any like don't become (laughs) a pen pal don't be pen pals are out don't do it yeah you're free from jail live your best life listen all the uh svus that i've watched um when a a lady or, or a gentleman become a pen pal with a prisoner it never ends out well someone gets molested so don't you know he's just gonna cheat on you with other pen pals you know he's just he gonna be writing a whole bunch of others. So. Oh he probably has pen another pal pen pal. Player. He's probably got pen pals if, all over. If I pen was pals in, for days. If I was in prison, I would have dozens of pen pals. I would. <laughs> I Drawing would. cartoon sexes oh, of us together. To learn how to write. Pen pals are probably <laughs> like Instagram followers when you're in jail. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Is this uh, offensive? <laughs> no. I mean, that's probably true. Uh, who knows? It might be. Uh, Farah, did you have a good time? Oh, my gosh. I had the best. So much fun. It was so nice having you back on the show. You're welcome to come back anytime. Do you want to tell the children uh, something that you have coming up in the future or where they can find you? Maybe you have... Uh, social media thing or something so um you uh can catch me um do we have any uk fans that follow yes, us? oh yeah of, of course, course we're we worldwide yeah. so we are doing the um twisted circus tour at the end of march and beginning of april um it's gonna be me chad michaels uh violet tchotchke um amanda lapore shea kool-aid kimchi and milk so oh. it's a really good lineup that's it's a cute lineup really cool theme i've been trying to dedicate most of my sp- spare time into getting those routines ready because I'm ready to, you know, 
come full force for 2018. So you guys can get your tickets at Club Kids UK. Um, and then uh, don't also forget to get your tickets for Drag World uh, in the UK in August. Um, that is going to be really fun. My freaking meet and greet tickets sold out in five minutes I and crashed their website. So um, don't that was... squeeze her hands, you sons of bitches. That's iconic. <laughs> Don't you fucking do it. She it hurts. It hurts. Um, <laughs> and she's got fresh collagen in her face waiting for you. So I'm ready. She's ready. She's lasered. She's ready. <laughs> uh, it's always a pleasure. Thank you again. Uh, Lucy Wack. Yes, girl. What do you got going on? Uh, you know, working on working on this D, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I, I feel terrible. He's got a very walks, textured penis. I, <laughs> it's a very textured penis. There's a lot of veins on that penis. There's a lot going on. There's, There's a, a lot, lot going on, but it's going to be satisfying. That's really girl. big. There's a lot going on. It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. Well, let's move on. Rachel? I'm not going to be working on the D. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to be working at Berlin on Saturday and Laganja Estranja's in the show. Oh, Mama Gaga. Has she been on the show? No. She'd be a good one. Yeah, we should get her. I should work harder. Uh, Maxwell? I've been saying that for years. Um, you can see me working at Saks Fifth Avenue in Beverly Hills if you have money, so come and spend it with hey, me. Hey, hey, don't shame our poor listeners. What well, if there's one that's like been secretly obsessed with you and comes and stalks you at work? I probably oh, like welcome that. to her Tuesdays. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, horses happen. Yeah, she's small. She can hide in little places. Yeah, I can hide under a stack of jeans real easy. Hey guys, don't forget <laughs> that I do a popularity contest every second Monday at Precinct downtown LA. I have it is now a contest that leads to a pageant. So for the next seven weeks, if you are some sort of performance artist, singer, dancer, drag queen, king, comic, whatever, a flutist. A, a pianist I don't know whatever fuck you you do come and uh, uh, take part in this uh, little variety show contest that I have and if you win then you go on to the pageant and you could win a thousand dollars at the end of the year so it's a lot of fun and but I need people to come and sign up for it so come on let's come on I work really hard to make downtown LA a fucking thing you ungrateful bastards so can you just come down and goddamn hang out on a Monday night downtown just yeah. once well actually I do two Monday night shows down there so if you don't mind doing both of them that'd be great bring your um, piano to the first one piano. <laughs> and uh this monday uh, uh january 22nd is my second show that i do at precinct called red to filth it's a reading competition if you think you are funny and witty enough to insult a stranger uh i'll pay you a hundred dollars so come on out for that that starts at 10 and don't forget i am hosting with pinche queen january 27th um the night on broadway downtown uh los angeles uh, it's going to be super fun to so come out for it's for uh, DTLA proud it's going to be a lot of fun um, and as always Instagram Twitter is the Tony Soto show until next week bye bye bye, bye. bye.